Hey everybody, I'm Toby7, and as always, I'm with... Douglas! Hey. <laughs> Ooh. Look at that fucking intro I that gave you. That was jazzy. Huh? I liked it. That's how I do things, baby. I do things Ooh. like fucking jazz. That's how I roll. I mean, not literal jazz, but... Sometimes. Know, sometimes, kind of I, sometimes I do things like jazz. You, th- you do things like jazz? Well, I think jazz is more of a feeling and emotion than it is a... I mean, jazz is like a... Now, it's something else. That's different. You, As a non-musician, I, I should not weigh in. Yeah, jazz is an emotion, man. I, don't, mm. that's I a, thought that was more of like blues. Jazz is an emotion, too? Mm. I guess if you get some jazz musicians on the stage together and they're actually fucking jamming and they're in a groove, ain't nothing more jazzy beautiful than that. They're in a feeling, man. They're in a... They're in a whole ethereal fucking space. Okay. Fair enough. Do we introduce ourselves? No. All right, ladies kind of and gentlemen, maybe. my name is John Smith. This <laughs> is no, I'm fucking. Um, <laughs> uh, this my name is Toby Seven T O V I S E B or Seven, whatever you like. E N. And I'm with the guys. Oh, I did. We we did introduce you. Yeah, that played in. My yeah. bad. Everybody, uh, listen. I'm sorry. I fucking. I've probably started out. Out of all these episodes, I think I've started at least 92% of them with an apology. What do you want me to do? I don't know. I mean it. It's a sincere apology, which we're going to circle back to in the end because I'm really fucking smart. Uh, everybody, this <laughs> not is... Not grandiose at all. Not even narcissistic a little bit. No, and, and that is actually is true. You're not narcissistic. I try not to be. You can be a little grandiose, but... Well, I like to have fun. Uh, this is episode number 20. 20. That's what you told me. Does that include the one you accidentally deleted? Yes, technically. So this is technically episode 19 that's been aired, but 20 that has been listened to. Correct. By at least th- three people. No, seven. Th- the last one got seven listens. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I say that shit and you don't even believe me. I don't. Um, so, guys, we have a topic. We have a topic. And hey, it's a good topic. topic. For mediocre marriaging and... Other observations. Cut me off like that again. I'll kill you. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mediocre marriaging. And, uh, don't, I, don't dare me. Uh, <laughs> mediocre marriaging and other observations. And today we have a topic. And it's a good topic. And it's an important topic. And not just for relationships. Which, again, I'm going to circle back around to. Yeah, this is important for all well, all relationships, not just romantic relationships. It is important for all relationships. Yeah, but not it's not specific to marriage. This no, is this no, is where the other is, observation shit comes in. Yeah, this is like it's very important for marriage, but it's also very important well beyond marriage. That's true. And the topic is how to fucking be wrong. Yeah. How to do it. Have you ever been wrong? Of course you have. Everybody has. You're a fucking human. Yeah. I've been wrong at least seventeen times today. <laughs> According to Guz, she has a tally marker. She, she makes marks, and at the end, I just whip me in. It's a relationship thing. And nevertheless, tithing, man. Uh, so, how to be wrong. <laughs> how to be wrong. And it came up a little bit. I'm going to bring it up, but there's a fucking proper way to be wrong and an improper way to be wrong. But are we going to share the fun story? Because, well, I guess it's only it might only be fun to us. I'm intrigued. I don't the, know what no, story you're talking about. The HIPAA story. Oh, sure. Yeah, so okay. Health Here, so here's... Portabil- uh, just, health Insurance P- Protection and Portability Act. 
HIPAA. HIPAA. Just so we're clear, uh, like we've said a thousand times, we're both in the profession of counseling, social work, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we've both been involved in HIPAA and having to know HIPAA shit. And, Sorry to bore and you. HIPAA, for those that are not familiar, which m- people might not be, especially if they're not from this country, it is... It's the law that protects your confidentiality and privacy of medical information. Yeah. So years ago, uh, I don't know how many years, um, I was working for the the Board of Developmental Disabilities, and Guz was working where she's still working today. Oh, was I already there? Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, the conversation came up about HIPAA and its specifics. Oh, long, yeah, I had gone to a conference. Long story short... This multi-layered, multi-day-long, not an argument, discussion. I had learned some things at the conference that had were contrary to our previous knowledge and dug in a little bit and came home and told him about it because I'm like, well, you get this shit. And Here's what it really says. And as I do with most things, I was like, I called bullshit. I was like, that's probably wrong. You're whatever, like, I, 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 whatever, mm. And while I will concede to a lot of things, this one I knew I was right about, I knew it. So I dug in hard. Conversation that went on for multiple days until she, whenever, and look, I can be a bit of a hard-headed prick, Um, but me and her both know that, and we just accept that because... Hard-headed, I wouldn't describe you as a prick, but yes, hard-headed I would be... I'm stubborn. I can be stubborn. You are hard-headed and stubborn, yes. Well, not and. I mean, don't double down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Either or. I said I wouldn't describe you as a prick. Isn't that good? I'm not a prick, but I, I try to be a real. I tr- I guys, I I genuinely try to be a really really good guy. Like I, I it's something that I to a fault. I consciously work on and I and consciously try to do. So we should talk about that at some point. Like the, when it becomes a fault. Sure. Maybe write that down while I'm talking. Okay. The point of the thing is, is that she attended a conference on HIPAA. She came back, presented me information that I didn't necessarily agree with. I disagreed with it. This disagreement went on for a couple days. We kept talking about it. And eventually she just printed printed it out and showed it to me. And I read it. And I was wrong. Now, human beings have have a very innate... uh, disability whenever they're provided information that is opposite to what they thought most people whenever you provide them counter information to their beliefs fucking double down and dig in deep which is exactly what i tried not to do so i'm always open to being wrong which is key Mm -hmm. i mean you can't ever respectfully be wrong without being open to being wrong yeah I was wrong. She got me. She had, she had me in the fucking crosshairs. She got me dead in the water. And look, I'm, I'm just mixing analogies. Dead in the, like she's killing, she's hunting fish in a barrel. There we go. I brought it back. I mean, I guess the thing that, at the time, I guess the thing that I, and I, I think that you would recognize it now, but there's, when we're disagreeing about something, unless I am a thousand percent sure, I try to not... Like, if you're like, no, I don't think so, and unless I really don't, like, unless I'm a thousand percent sure, I try to not really go hard back at you. Well, because if I'm, oh, 
Because I'm also very open to being wrong. But this one thing I knew for sure. Yeah. I was right about. Right. So, so that that could have been your first clue. That like, she normally is not this pushy about being right. Because it doesn't fucking matter to me. But this time it did because I knew I was. Well, also I had a personal investment in that knowledge. Oh, yeah, both of us did. Because right. it's important but to I our profession. That's important to... it's Yeah. So... Both of us have an investment in what is the truth. Absolutely. Especially the truth very specific to our work. All right. And which many people misunderstand. And going back to what I was saying a second ago, human beings have an innate disability. When they are provided proof that they are wrong, I don't know the actual percentage. I think it's in the 80s, 99%. They will fuck it. Instead of being like, oh, shit, I was wrong, will double down, ignore that evidence, and say some other shit discrediting whatever the source was try not to do that it's very unhealthy and it doesn't help you grow as a human being it's yeah. a, it's actually a fucking toxin in your brain yeah and and it's easy to do because there's probably 20 to 30 known and defined different cognitive biases that we all fall into absolutely and you're gonna have to say what cognitive bias is a cognitive bias is it is one way of thinking about things that it changes your your frame of reference, and it changes the way that you think about things. How good, you view it. Yeah, so a, a very easy example about of a cognitive bias is the framing effect. That's one type of a cognitive bias. The framing effect says that the, depending on how the information is presented to you will determine how you view it. So if I say global warming versus climate change. Sure. Um addict versus person with a substance use disorder. Oh, the, the way in which the information is presented to you. Yes, yes, changes your viewpoint of the person or the thing that it is. Just innately. It's just, yes. just it's there. Another cognitive bias is some people prefer information that's presented most recently and that's what they'll favor all of the time. Other people pre prefer information that was presented by historically. Aristotle. By Aristotle says some shit. Aristotle says some shit, so that's what I'm going to believe until Obviously, the end of time. Obviously, that's the game I'm spitting because Aristotle knows what's up. He's swinging the dick. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but yeah, there's, based on individual, you know, the way that you were raised, so, all kinds of things, I think you we have got it. a way Cognitive of, biases. The way yes. you view things through your lens based on your personal experiences. Is going to slant your view in a certain way unless you are actively not allowing it to. Right. Unless you actively challenge it. And, and, so the situation to come back was she proved to me that I was wrong. I didn't fucking dig my heels in that because we well, did for a minute. But then you were like, all right, just let me see the shit because you wanted to be you wanted to read it to see if I was right or to if you could yeah, prove well, me that, wrong. Well, that was the point of it. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't double down and dig my heels in whenever you presented me proof once you prevented me proof i was like well, fuck me i'm like does yeah, this no, mean you, this and you're yeah. like yeah i'm like what the fuck so as soon as i was able to hand you a thing you're like okay well let me take a minute back i'll i'll read let me, over let it. me read this all right and then you were able to come back and be like no shit yeah and uh and here's how i presented that hey fuck me man you're right this is crazy like you're right hat and like yeah i mean hat in hand apol and, and listen i don't apologize unless it's sincere I, I don't believe in false apologies. I think they're bullshit. And, uh, and if you're a teacher and you happen to be listening, don't ever, or a parent, don't make your fucking kid apologize. Don't, don't tell them, don't be like, go say you're sorry. That, what are they learning? I Just mean, to do as they're told? Having, to having a conversation about like, 
do you feel bad for doing that? Yeah. Well, if, you know, a, a good way of making that person know that you feel bad for doing that is, is by apology. apologizing. But yeah, don't just make a kid do that. So I apologized. That was the first thing I did. Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry. You're fucking right. And I even asked her like key questions on this paper. I'm like, this is what this means? You're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Apparently. So not, not only am I admitting to be wrong, now I'm inquiring her as to being the authority. So not to blow smoke up my own ass here, but that's a big fucking step. That's a big deal for a human being to do. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. That's how to fucking do it. I mean, I'm not Absolutely. saying I'm crushing it all the time, but I also... Whenever I'm fucking wrong with Guz, I fucking apologize. And if I apologize, I mean it. I'm not fucking off. Like, and I've I've tried to take the same approach. Okay, yeah, uh, and and I can't think of a time where I was telling where you, I, I I literally like we COVID. Don't have, oh yeah, COVID. COVID. Now, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You did. St- I had heard about COVID prior to you harassing me while I was teaching with some craziness, which you were doing on purpose because you were going a little hard. I was, the- I was taking a piss. I was having fun. You were having fun. It was not necessarily the best time because I was in the middle of teaching and like seeing. I feel like you're just defending yourself right now. Yes. I am defending myself because you you took a, a, a taken a piss stance initially. And maybe I could exp- a- maybe I could explain. Please, look, man. One of the smartest people I know and I've ever met in my life is my homeboy. Uh, I'm not gonna name him, uh, but he he's a fucking social studies teacher, and he is he's just fucking smart, and he just knows way he knows shit, different shit than I know. Yeah, different. And shit. just like all my friends, I feel like. It's healthy to have a, a good spread palette of friends. They're all different, and they all know their own thing, and they're all good at their own things, and I love them for that. And yeah, they're all experts in their own right, but they're in very different areas. Completely, yeah. Which is super cool. Um, so my homeboy, he's a history teacher, and I was over there, and I just asked him because I had caught some whim of it. And this is way before anybody in America had really based... Well, no, what, they, wait, they were wait, starting wait. to talk about it on NPR a little bit, but it, it was, was like... It was getting, like, butterflied out, okay? Yeah. So I, I talked to my homeboy, and I'm like, yo what's the deal with this? And I was, I said, COVID or Corona or whatever. And he gave me this rundown. And now, listen, I'm like, okay. And now when I left, I'm texting Guz everything I just heard. And I'm kind of making fun of how crazy my homeboy was being. Because he was like top shelf crazy about it. Like, dude, you don't understand. Blah. And I'm like, all right, man. All right. So, and, and for context, I had heard about it on NPR a couple times. And, at that point, it was still being really minimized on, like, it's kind of like the flu. It's not a big deal. Here's how I got there. So I had heard a little bit. So when you started texting me, my gut reaction was to say what I had heard. That was it was not a big deal. And, like, and um, you sounded a little bit overzealous, which well, is not your shtick. Hold on. should have told me you're taking a piss, but. So I th- literally think. I was on my way to my homeboy's house and I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and he was asking somebody about it. They were talking about it. So when I got to my homeboy's house, I asked him, he laid it out for me. Driving home, I am, you know, inappropriately texting and driving my wife, telling her like, oh, obviously the world's going to end, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. When I got home, I actually did some research on my own. Whenever we had dinner that night, 
it was me, my wife, and our youngest, and we're sitting at the table, and I said, listen. This is exactly what I said. Listen, I just want you guys to know that within the next couple weeks, things are going to get very, very strange. You did. And you had said to me, because I was supposed to go to a training uh-huh. in a different state at this time. Like the following week, I was supposed to be at a training. And you kept saying, I can't believe that they haven't canceled that. And because I was so excited about this training. You were was... upset that I was even thinking that. Yes. Yeah. And then when it happened and they canceled the training. And then the whole, literally the whole world shut down. Literally. All in one day. Two weeks after the, the fucking date yeah, that two I weeks set. After like, you, within two weeks. It's two weeks get after you're taking weird. a piss. Yep. The whole world shuts down. And then shit did start to get weird. But that night at dinner, you called me a conspiracy theorist. Well, you were presenting. And you were being, you were being, but I, I felt like I was presenting it well. I, I thought I was presenting you myself. You were still presenting a little bit of the like. You were still taking a piss a little bit. I wasn't. I think I was just trying to not present it as a scare thing because it's you and the boy. Like it, I'm not gonna try to present it like, hey, listen, the fucking world's gonna shut down. It still felt like you were taking a bit of a piss. Well, I didn't. I didn't mean to come across that way. I was being serious. No, I know that you didn't mean for it to come across that way. And, and when you wait, say, wait, wait. I was trying to make sure I didn't scare the boy. Is it okay? Yeah, because I, I wasn't trying to scare anybody. But is it that, or were you still, or were you still, were you doubling down because you felt? Because be open. You got to be. That's the topic. Okay. You got to be open to that. So. Because Ethan uh, no, listened. The boy. The boy listened to it, and he goes, okay. And he looked me dead in the fucking eye and was like, I got you. I understand. Okay. So I'm going to take a long way around at this. All right. You got to follow me. I'm going to try. Within a couple weeks, particularly once now the world is shut down, I very quickly realized I was wrong. He was right. It's true. And I did apologize. That is true. And I even apologize for saying that you sounded like a conspiracy theorist. Also true. I am not going to take back that the initial couple conversations, you did sound like a conspiracy theorist because you were still in those first couple conversations trying to keep it light enough that it sounded like you were taking a piss. And you were poking a bear. I was not poking a bear. I was just trying to warm up. I was just, I was literally warming you guys up. But you were doing it in a way... What if? How could I do it any other way that wouldn't be a scare? Like that was I didn't want to come across as like. Okay, but I guess okay. Okay, for me, I think because you weren't coming across as serious, scary, then I thought that you were taking a little bit of a piss. So I did disregard it longer than I should have, thinking that you were kind of taking a piss, and I shouldn't have. Now I understand why you wouldn't want to come at it scary. But I think that because you didn't, it allowed me more space to be a dipshit about it and to think that you, to not realize how serious you were. Dipshit. Yeah, I was okay. being a dipshit about it. Well, the only I would okay, but the boy at no point, and while all everything was falling apart, he he, he at no point I would tell him things. He'd be like, "Yep, okay," and it, he. No, I so, struggled without all of that more than he did. Well, I'm just probably saying, more than both of you. Well, I'm just saying that in terms of like I told him what was happening and he didn't question it. 
Yeah. Like, he was like, whatever you're saying is probably right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... An, that's but she did apologize. So that was, that was a long way around. And I guess part of... And my own dumbness, I'm also... I also work at a place, but I'm surrounded with other people and no thing. Like, I was trying to sort out... Initially, I was trying to sort out... Like you were initially with like, I don't know, provide me the evidence until I gave you the paper. You're like, I don't know, this sounds like yeah. bullshit and we argued. I think because, and frankly, because we still have a lack of evidence or at least agreed Huge upon Huge lack of knowledge. Because you couldn't print me out a thing, it mm-hmm. took me longer to get to the conclusion that you got to within two days. It took me a couple weeks to get to that spot. Yeah. But I did get there. And when uh-huh. I got there, I realized... Yeah, this is egg on my face. He was right, mm-hmm. and then I apologized. Yeah, it's it's very true, and that's a that's that's a long way of doing it, um, but it, that's the way to do it. I mean, the HIPAA thing, it was straight up because, like she said, I was able to print a thing. It was I could read it. And this it was like, this wasn't it was like a, ten pages of things. This to read. this was barely readable. It was for whatever reason not yeah. being reported on, and I just happened to catch the right articles at the right time. Nevertheless. That's an example where I was right, she was wrong, and she apologized. Yeah. You have to respect your spouse's opinion in all cases. Like, just respect it. They, they could be different than yours. They might have different information, but always be open to listening and be open to being fucking wrong. And sometimes you're going to hit a place that neither one of you knows for sure if you're right or wrong because it's one of those things like... Where there, you know, even if you ask the entire scientific community, there's still a little bit of debate. Okay. Yes. But, I, again, to say that this doesn't apply just to marriage, to all relationships. All relationships. Had a, have conversation with a cat I worked with told me Sandy Hook wasn't real. Oh. That is, that's just fucking crazy. Yeah, that, that's That's crazy. a crazy person. That, yeah. that person's crazy. I mean, and that, that's a way different conversation what's than, like, difficult, whether or not you should get a vaccine. Here's what's difficult about that conversation is... To have that conversation, um, you kind of have to <sighs> fuck it. Uh, yeah, how do you have a conversation with a person that believes that reality... Sandy Hook wasn't real. Yes, yeah, Sandy Hook wasn't you real. You just ask questions. And, and you listen. And you provide counter evidence that you may know. Um, honestly, the, the hardest thing is the hardest thing is even the thought that it wasn't real well yeah because as a parent Listen, and, and the, not everybody is a parent so obviously they're different but like as a parent and this guy wasn't he's not a parent he doesn't have any children to hear a person say that that wasn't real and you just for a, a moment think about the parents that lost their kids yeah, like listen. That, 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 it creates a, a gnawing in my stomach that is... Look, I'll admit that whenever, whenever he said it to me, and then he was like, look, look at them. They're all clearly actors. And I go, I, I was just like, man, I'm just not seeing what you're seeing. And he, and he, was, he was like, they're, they're laughing. And I was like, that just, dude, they could be screaming. Like you have a, a non-audio visual here that you're interpreting through your own fucking lens Mm-hmm. That you probably got of some sort of fucking media that really all boils down to gun control. You, you moron. You fucking, mm-hmm. you got, you got, got, you got 
fucking got. You believed in the because narrative. Because you were never open to the possibility of being wrong. Of being wrong. And in this case, what's so crazy about that is being wrong would be, I mean, I, yeah, I'm just going to stick with that. So, I, one of the things when I talk to my students about being wrong and humility, because this is about humility, remaining humble and maintaining humility. And what I like to point to, as obscure as it is, is Plato. Plato and Socrates. Plato's apology. Plato's apology. So Plato's apology. The birth of sarcasm, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you don't know. But the whole point is that Socrates, they come to him, and they're like, you're the wisest man in the village. It's Socrates that's in the story, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so Which was like, Plato's student. So they're like, Socrates, you, we think you're the wisest man in the village. And he's like, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to search this out. I'm going to talk to some other people, figure out if I agree with you. And the more people he talks to, the more he realizes that he doesn't know. And so when he goes back to them, he's like, I'm not the wisest man in the village because I don't know this and I don't know that and I don't know that. But that is the proof that he is actually the wisest man in the village because he's willing to admit what he doesn't know. Seeing your horizons of your own ignorance and the more that you actually do know, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah, it's a weird conundrum. Yeah, so like if you know very little, your horizon of ignorance is a small little ball. Like you think you don't know a whole lot because you know a lot of things. But the more you actually do know. Pause, perfect example. You remember how whenever you were 17, you thought you were really fucking smart? (laughs) Now if you're like in your late 30s, you go, holy shit. I was was a... I could have got services. I was pretty stupid. (laughs) That's all I mean. Go ahead. Sorry. So... When you, when you don't know much, you think that the things that you don't know are a small number of things. The more you know, the more you realize, oh, I really don't know. And that, like, the, the, the vaster your knowledge becomes, the more you realize that you don't know what the fuck about. Yeah, here's... And, and so that is what made Socrates the wisest man, is that he was willing to say, I don't know, fuck Play, all I about shit. That was Plato's apology. Yeah, but it was Plato's apology to Socrates. So I think it was Socrates in the story... Getting in the weeds. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But the point is, is that the wisest person is the person that knows what when to say. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, if you think of wisdom as a sphere, here's here's a here's the here. I'm gonna boil. I'm gonna boil down Guz's thing right now. Yeah. If you think of wisdom as a sphere, think of a marble. All right. Mm -hmm. The surface area of that marble, not a lot, not a lot. That's wisdom. Okay. When you're 17, you're a marble. Your surface area is super small. Whenever you hit your late 20s, now you're fucking a basketball, all right? Your surface area is way larger. Oh, all, all the way to a basketball that quick. I would have gone maybe a, a racquetball or like, I don't know, one of the balls that we give, the, like a tennis I ball. I mean, I don't know. I was going to end enlightenment with the size of this, our known sun. I don't so, well, I would say but, like but the a point, tennis ball in your 20s. Jesus makes, H. Christ. We're gonna, fuck, man. Gonna just, de- we're going to debate the fucking analogy I'm trying to do right now. Incremental growth, man. I, I, anyway, sorry. You're right. Surface Proceed. area of a sphere. The smaller the sphere, the less the surface area. Therefore, the less that you know. That's basic. That's basically knowledge, and, in my opinion. And the Would less you agree? You, yes. And also the less that you think you don't know. Yeah, because what the f- you're just a marble. So you have to be, but so you have to be willing to be wrong to engage in these things, though. That's yeah. that's kind of the thing. And don't fucking rehash just because you were right. Don't don't fucking brag like a cunt. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't be a you're cunt. Be, now you're being a cunt. Yeah, don't be a cunt. Like if you're rubbing, if you're fucking rubbing it in and just really fucking grinding it, unless you're having fun. I, th- I feel like like I've made fun about the corona thing since and you've made fun about HIPAA. Sure. But we're, I, it's but okay we, to jab. We can have fun like that. Because we know we're joking. Because we know not to take it personally. Yes, we, we know that we're taking a piss. Just, it's a joke. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're poking in the ribs. Rubbing it, in the ribs a little bit. It tickles, but it's yeah. like, oh, God, it kind of hurts a little bit, too. That's but intended. That's all yeah. it's intended to be. That's the like, goal, everybody. We're just Because poking. then you're having communication and you get to joke with each other about the shit you did wrong. Yeah. You get to accept that what your partner did wrong. And not only that, you're comfortable enough with each other to not just admit it, but joke fucking around about it. Oh, and, not, and don't only joke about it. Don't be the one to joke about it when you were the one who was right. Be the one to joke about it when you were the one that was wrong. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I fucked that up. <laughs> 100% for sure. That is really important to be on both sides of the joking. Yeah, you have to. But, but guys, listen. Our country's in a weird place, man. Like, people need to know when they're wrong. People and are disagreeing stop. about basic facts. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's weird. And stop... Stop fucking, don't, oh God, fuck, get, I don't know how to say it, man. Check check your fucking sources, dude. Yeah. There's too many crazy things being said that don't are just Don't be so incorrect. fucking sure you're right. Yeah, don't be so fucking sure you're right. And be willing to admit the fact that you're wrong. And if you are, if there's nobody to apologize, apologize yourself. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Be like, man, I fucked that up. I've said that to myself on the fucking I mean who hasn't fucked up what What do you say I, I always say to my, man uh, I fucked it up like a I, minimum of weekly I, I, shit me and a, a homeboy were on this fucking job the other day trying to put seal it fuck that up and listen I was he did it he's the one that fucked it up it wasn't me and I, I was looking at him and he just looked me straight in the eyes he goes I fucked that up <laughs> I was like, that's okay, buddy. We'll fix it. Like, But yeah. the point was he was just willing to be like, yeah, I, I totally, totally Screw, fucking muffed it. Screwed the pooch on that. Yeah. And, you know, there's something humbling and respectful about that where I take a person like that and I put them a bit on a pedestal because yeah. whenever a person's willing to admit that they're wrong, uh, that means that they're they're open to learning about the things they disagreed with to begin with. Well, and uh, fuck, how do you learn or even move forward if you can't admit where you fucked up first? I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. If, I don't any, if anybody has an idea, I'd love to fucking hear it, but f- I just don't understand where... Yeah, it's... I'd love to fucking hear from somebody, too. <laughs> all right, settle down. They all know the fucking email. They know where to find the email. It's in the fucking show description. Blah, Mediocre blah, blah. at gmail.com. Correct. Um, if you live in Germany, I feel like you have a responsibility to this fucking podcast to actually email me something. Or Puerto Rico, because I think we have... It's Germany and Puerto Rico that we supposedly okay, have... Okay, Puerto Rico, listen. I think you should be on the flag. I legit think... Oh, fuck yeah. You guys should be on the fucking flag. And we need to stop acting like you're not a state. Because yeah, you and, and, are, and also, and we need to fucking give you the money to get out of fucking debt. Sorry, our government and is take responsibility cunts. for being cunts to you guys. Yeah, so, you know, so, if we could get that on the ballot, we'd both be voting for you. Yeah, that's an apology that's genuine, too. To Absolutely. The, to, uh, to any Puerto Rican listeners. Uh, all right, so let's go a little long. We're going to... So I, I, is there anything about being wrong that we didn't talk about, you think? Uh, Open to being wrong? No, but on the Germany topic... They, from what I understand in terms of some of the reforms since World War II, 
have also taken a good stance to how to be wrong, and we could talk about that more, but I've learned, I don't know, just learning about how they reform their criminal justice system. What the fuck? Okay. It's just another good example of people, of like a group of people. the weirdest stance? That has nothing to do with any, nobody's going to understand what you just said. Unless you're in Germany, then then you you guys are crushing it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All right. Fucking Uh, crushing it. Tip of the day is um, don't fucking wait to talk. Listen. Actively listen. If you're just waiting to talk, you probably think you're always right. To tie it back into the first fucking thing I said. Yeah. It's okay. Told Told you I was gonna roll it back in. Good job. It's also okay to forget what you thought you wanted to say. If it was important, you'll remember later. Yep. Yeah, it'll come back up. Yeah. But just actively listen. And I, um, I think I blame it on the fucking weed, but I think it's, I think I genuinely, like, I'll be having conversations with people and they'll, they'll say something. So I stop talking and I'm just listening. I'm actively listening. So I'm engaged with the words that are coming out of their mouth because it takes their time to have those thoughts and to say them. And it's only respectful for me to take that time to listen. Mm-hmm. So whenever it comes back to, all right, so what were you going to say? I'll be like, I don't fucking remember. And I think that's because I'm really genuinely trying to listen Yeah. whenever someone else is talking. And sometimes what happens with us is you'll start to say something and I'll say, okay. And you're like, no, 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 finish what you were saying. And I say, no, because I know that I'll remember what I was saying. Yeah. And I want to hear what you have to say in that moment. But the biggest point is, is we're, tri- not, we're genuinely listening. Yes. Not just simply waiting to talk. I have a little thing that I do that works for me and it's, it's just the way I breathe. I know this is weird, apparently, but... Uh, whenever I'm listening to people, I'm genuinely on the exhale. So I don't like, I'm not holding my breath because I've noticed in people that I'm talking to, the ones that are hold, like during a disagreement. Like they breathe in and then they're holding it before the exhale? Yeah. So okay. while I'm talking, they're actually holding their breath because they want to say the fucking thing they mm-hmm. want to say. So, and listen, guys. I'm I'm a behaviorist, and I notice a lot of these things physically, that, and I no, watch these really things. No, that's really insightful. So I, I I can say that I've definitely done that. Yes. So absolutely, I never thought about it that way. So I can physically see in people, specifically during disagreements. Um, I, I, listen, I've legit brandoed shit with Guz because I can see she's holding her breath during a, a disagreement. I'm like, okay, well. As soon as you said that, I could recognize it in myself. I've definitely done that. So the, the thing is, and I every time I start getting into a disagreement with anybody that I know, the first thing I fucking do is make sure whenever they're talking, I'm exhaled. Hmm. I'm exhaled for as long as I can. I'll take a little breaths in between if they're talking longer, but I'm exhaled because that helps me listen and not wait to blow out all the fucking bullshit of my, out of my fucking mouth that I've just been holding in while I'm not listening to a goddamn point that the other person's making. You've never said that out loud to me before. It's fucking brilliant. We've talked about the importance of like holding the exhale before breathing in again. Yeah. In terms of relaxation and your ability to like calm well, your body down. I just assumed that you would have, you would see, I'm, like I said, I'm a patriot, so I can see it. I see, I see it. 
I noticed it in you. And I've been yeah, like, all right. No. That's usually when I go, okay. Look, I only, you've talked to me about this before. It, it's through the meditation app that I've been using that I, I found a thing that was like more focused on the exhale and then lear, learned that it's this whole method of breathing called buteco breathing that is supposed to be really good for managing anxiety and yeah. asthma and a bunch of other things. But like, okay. you mentioning this right now in this context, mm -hmm. it's like a fucking light bulb just went off for me because you're right. I, as soon as you said it, I could see myself doing that when we were just, and, and holding my breath there, mm -hmm. but I can also recognize the value of making sure that I'm on the exhale and then doing short breaths, more focused on the out breath and then holding on the exhale before uh -huh. breathing back in and how that would keep you focused on what you're on the, on the listening part. Yeah. yeah. Makes right. perfect sense. It's and brilliant. Not, thank you. And not only that, it's twofold. So typically during disagreements, people start spewing shit. They don't necessarily mean, especially if it's an emotional thing. So if, in terms of marriaging specifically, uh, whenever you come in off that exhale and you're actually breathing in, so you're, you're trying, while you're doing that subconsciously, you're gathering the words that you want to say in the way that you want to say them. And whenever you're doing that, you're trying not to be a dick. Yeah. That's the goal. Whenever I say what I'm about to say, I want to make sure I'm concise with my words and I'm not being a dick. Because you can think more clearly on the exhale. Now I'm, I'm, yes. On the exhale, you can definitely more clearly. And whenever you're breathing in, you're gathering your thoughts, your words, your opinions, what happens very quickly. And then you get to talk. And that's also on an exhale. And you say the things that you try yeah. to say. And if you can get them out in a single breath, that's the goal. Because sure, any less more... Less words is better. Less words is better, baby. So... In terms of making a point. That's yeah. my advice. If you really want to actively listen to someone, fucking do it on the exhale. Because if you're just holding your breath, you're just waiting to talk, bitch. Man, this is the first tip of the day that I feel like it's the first time you've verbally expressed this in my presence the way that you have. And I'm going to walk away with this tip of the day feeling like I fucking learned something. That's awesome. And a, a new insight for how to approach things. I think that's fucking great. Hey, up top. Yeah. Woo. Teaching the Gus some things today. Yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, in the future, I'll have just a whole fucking, a whole separate podcast on doing phil philosophical shit. I don't know. That's not what this podcast is? There's no philosophical shit here? Yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'm sure there is, everybody. Hey, if you want to email us, Gus. Mediocre dot marriaging at gmail.com that's all it is Germany Puerto Rico Puerto Rico <laughs> fuck it I'm telling you we're sorry we're sorry yeah hey everybody fucking farewell toodaloo toodaloo <laughs>